och välkommen to every single word in Old Norse, where I give you all the skills you need to understand the ancient language of the Norsemen. Ekem Gjestgjavn Thien, Addison Simon, an American archaeologist with an obsession of all things Norse. Join me coffee mug in hand as we explore this complex medieval language from the very beginning, delivered in bite-sized lessons every week. Vitbörjum, let's get started. It's currently 2.39 in the morning, Okthetta Rthotterfim A. This is episode 5A, Introduction to Masculine Nouns. In our last two episodes, we discussed the topic of declension, changing a noun or pronoun based on the role it plays in a sentence. And then we took that concept and applied it to the pronouns we already know. This is why we say han hitir mik and not han hitir ek. Just like in English, we would want to say he is meeting me, not he is meeting I. Now that we understand how declension works, let's play with a new noun and see what it looks like when it takes on different roles in our sentences. The first of our nouns in Old Norse is a masculine noun. Remember, we have three different classes or grammatical genders of nouns in Old Norse, all of which behave slightly differently, but in mostly predictable ways. These three classes are referred to as masculine, feminine, and neuter. We're going to start with masculine nouns because, as far as nouns in Old Norse go, they're the most problematic when it comes to declension, and you'll see what I mean in the coming episodes. That said, if we get these out of the way first, it's going to set up a lot of good grammatical concepts for us later. A general notice for nouns before we jump on in. Nouns decline by case and number. That's fancy linguist speak for saying that nouns change form based on the role they play in the sentence and the number of things involved. We've already covered the concept of noun declension in the last episode, and plurality shouldn't be foreign to us either. In English, we say man if there's one man, and men if there's more than one. A similar thing is going to happen for all of our nouns in Old Norse. There's going to be a singular form and a plural form, and both of these are going to have nominative, accusative, genitive, and dative forms. That means every noun should have, at most, eight forms. This sounds like a lot, but there are some fairly predictable patterns we can get used to. So let's get started with this week's word. The word for both a man and a person in Old Norse is mother. Mother. It's a little irregular in the way it works, but I think it's going to be a great word for us to start with. Repeat after me. Mother. Knowing what you know now, can you say, he is a man? Han er mother. How about, she is a person? Hon er mother. This one is a little more unusual in Old Norse. Of course, there is a separate word for woman, but it's not entirely incorrect either. 
In the Old Norse world, mother could refer to someone of the male gender or a human being in general. I think it's best if we introduce our plural form, the word for men, now as well. The word for men or human beings in Old Norse is men. Men. It's almost entirely identical to English. We just have to really draw out that n sound a little longer. So, noting that, repeat after me. Men. Can you say, people are there in Old Norse? Men eruthar. A little ominous. Maybe you're a Viking warrior alerting your troops of an impending attack. Men eruthar. Great, so we have our singular and plural forms, mother and men. These are the forms mother will take when it's in the nominative, when it's the subject of a sentence. But just like the pronouns we discussed in our last episode, words change form when something is happening to them, a form we've called the accusative. If something is happening to a person, mother becomes man, man, a cognate with the English man. Note the long N sound, n, and repeat after me, man. Remembering our verb hitta, to meet, can you say, we too are meeting a person? Vit hitumman. Wonderful. Hopefully we're not bending your brain too much at this point. And luckily for us, the plural accusative form isn't too foreign either. If something is happening to multiple people or men, mother becomes men. Fantastic. Another cognate to work with. And it happens to be the same form as our plural nominative form. This isn't typically the case with masculine nouns, but it's really going to simplify things for now. Can you say, a man is meeting people? Mother hitir men. Wonderful. Now we have our nominative and accusative forms. Let's take a quick break before moving on to our genitive and dative forms. So, a brief reminder of how declension works in Old Norse. We know that nouns change form based on the role they play in the sentence, and so far we've seen how pronouns change based on if they're the nominative or accusative forms, that is, if they're the subject or direct object of the sentence, if they're doing something, or if something is being done to them. There's two more forms nouns can take that we've yet to really mess with, and these are called the genitive and the dative. We've talked about them before, but we haven't really seen them in action yet. 
The genitive form is the form a noun takes if it is possessing something. In the sentence, the dog's fur was warm, the word dog is taking its genitive form. Dogs. The fur belongs to the dog. Even closer to our word of the day in English, the genitive forms of man are man's and men's. A man's car and men's car. For the word mother, the genitive forms are mans and manna. We don't have a lot of other nouns, or any really, to work with at the moment, so let me throw in one more word here just for us to play around with. If the nominative singular form of land in Old Norse is land, how would you say a man's land is here? Mansland er her. What if you wanted to say, men's land is there? Manaland er thar. Great job. We're really only stepping a little bit further away from what we're already familiar with in English, and we've only got one more form to go. The final form nouns can take is called the dative form. The dative form is taken when a noun has an indirect object. Someone or something that is affected by the action of a verb, but is not the direct object. For example, in the sentence, I am petting the dog with my hand, I is in the nominative, since it is the subject, and dog is in the accusative, since something is happening to it, but what about the word hand? Grammatically, this is called the dative form. You can typically spot dative nouns following prepositions. I pet the dog with my hand. This isn't always the case, but it can be a really good indicator. All that said, the singular dative form of mother is manni. Repeat after me. Manni. Knowing what you know now, how do you think you would say, I am here with a person? Ek em her mev manni. Fantastic work. Finally, we have our plural data form. This is if multiple people or men are the indirect object. The plural data form of mother is monum. Monum. Repeat after me. Monum. Monum. How do you think you would say, you are not with people? Thuert eki mev monum. Talader mjok Spoken very well. Let's quickly review all of our forms of mother, and then we'll practice with some new sentences. When mother is the subject, it takes the nominative forms, mother if there's one person, or men if there are multiple. Mother, men. If mother is the direct object, 
If something is happening to mother, it becomes man in the singular and men in the plural. If mother is possessing something, if it takes the genitive form, it becomes either mans in the singular or manna in the plural. Mans, manna. And if mother is the indirect object, usually preceded by a preposition, it becomes manni in the singular and monum in the plural. To summarize it a different way, the singular forms are mother, man, mans, and manni. And the plural forms are men, men, manna, and monum. Before we wrap up today, let's see if you can say a few more things in Old Norse using what we learned today. Ready for your weekly challenge? Translate the following. A person lives there. Mother burthar. We too live with people. Y'all four are meeting a man. A man's man is meeting a man with a man. Man's mother hitir man med mani. Men's men are meeting men with men. Manna men hita men med monum. Hopefully that didn't twist your brain too much. If you've gotten this far, you've conquered some of the worst nouns have to offer in Old Norse. In our next episode, we'll take a look at a feminine noun. Until then, ich hete Addison Simon, och go the note. If you liked this podcast, please consider supporting Every Single Word in Old Norse on Patreon. You can find us on patreon.com slash espion. That's E-S-W-I-O-N. Every Single Word in Old Norse is run entirely out of my closet, and any donations help me afford enough coffee to keep recording this late. If you have any questions regarding Old Norse, you can find me on Twitter with the handle at NorseCarolina, or message our podcast at Podcast. Thank you, and go the note.